What do we think about the... Here's our petition. No, the... the no, 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 no. We're here to discuss cakes, the petition. The cream I love cake. cream cakes. They're my favourite. Okay, so... <laughs> Michael O'Leary getting a pie in the face today, though. Uh, I'm sure Declan uh, shared that one, which was quite funny. How are you doing, Deck? You all right? All oh, good. How are you, Chris? Good to see you back. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Looking forward to this weekend's cracker. Saturday's oh, yeah, cracker. It, it sure is, but uh, I like... I like uh, Andy's just said, what the F was that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously Michael O'Leary today getting a pie in the face. He was in... Was he in Brussels or something? And... Uh, talking about his petitions to do with the uh, eco-climate stuff. And he got a pie in the face, Andy. I don't know whether you knew that. Um, yeah, I just kind of scrolled by it, though. All right. I thought I just had a new, yeah. thought I just had a new uh, voice line on the back of that anyway. How are yeah, you doing? That, that was the go with Davey Russell's cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm absolutely fantastic. I cannot wait for this weekend. It's yeah, the best he, weekend of the year. The two great days racing at Leopardstown and Nakura, and the NFL is back as well. It's fat, like, ooh. yeah, oh, um, even the international break can't scupper this one. So, a fantastic even though Ireland are currently losing 2 0, are they? They need to bring on James McLean in my book. But, ah, so. I didn't know that. I haven't seen any of Andy, you're, you're a bit jumpy there, Andy. I lost you there. Oh, am I, is my connection bad? Maybe it was me, was it? Chris? Yeah. Looks all right with me. Looks okay with me. Less 50 cent in the meter there, Deck. Yeah. Just before we go on to this weekend, boys, I have to get your thoughts on this. Minnie posted this earlier. This Frankie de Tori shite from uh, uh, Listol. What's your thoughts on this? Because this is just terrible in my eyes. It, it, that, that's the man, isn't it? Like, he's a fucking dickhead. But, um, like, there's no denying he's an absolutely phenomenal jockey. But, like, the fucker's gone on a world tour. Like, he's taken a year to retire. It's just the Frankie show, but this is fuck off. Like. He's somewhere the balls, isn't he? Yeah. How much money? Like, is he stuck for the money? Nah, surely he's not. I'm a celebrity and everything like that, hasn't he over here? And surely he can't be. Yeah, but what's he spending it on? Yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, it's fucking loud of fucking pony. He's yeah. an absolute hosser. We've, we've enough like, racing to be covering without listening to that show anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll get on with things because th this weekend is a phenomenal weekend's worth of racing. There's only one Group 1 over in England, but Ireland, DME, what a weekend. Irish Champions weekend, and I'm sure you two are eager to get in your teeth into this. Yeah, going up his nose, Gorny. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You have to put the comment up. No, be, no Do be I? Do I? <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just making random statements. Blown it all. No, not that one. Which one am I missing? Oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah, pound note. Love that. <laughs> Evening, lads, in the chat. Uh, we're going to crack on with things and we're going to start in England because we may as well get the shite out of the way. Um, it's at Haydock, so it's another shite track, anyways. At least they won't be swimming <laughs> this weekend. It will be rock solid at Haydock, maybe. Maybe. I think it'd be good to firm anyway. I have been watering as well. But... <coughs> what it is. Kirtland Tellwright tells you he's been watching. He might have been he put too much on. And the betting through for the Sprint Cup this year is Shaquille is four to six. Very short. The closest to that is Spycatcher at eights with Millstream. Is, Millstream is now at eights as well. Sacred Twelves, St. Lawrence's. St. Lawrence's. Oh, that's a typo. That should be Twelves. And then we got some other ones in there. Shaquille should take some beating here. Although, Declan, there's one at a price that you like in this one, isn't there? There is, yeah. But I, I actually... I like one, but I, I didn't really go through it too much because I kind of, I just forgot with the 
the amount of racing that's on in Ireland this weekend. But like, where are we having a five-four long sprint in the quarter and a six-four long sprint at Haydock the same weekend? Like, it's, yeah. it's, we know they had to move. I know that it, like it was it was better when the ledger was like that's for the ledger at Doncaster for three year olds only. You know, the ledger in Ireland's open to all ages. Geldings can run in it. I don't. I don't. The current. The current is only a group one recently, though. I think. Yeah, I know, but they, they were now like this is only this year. It, it's on the same weekend. Like you have two sprints. I, yeah, I know the, the Irish Champions weekend. I think is a week early this year. Like, yeah. Whatever way, if whatever way it's fallen, Irish Champions weekend's a week early this year. Yeah, I agree. I it is. It is. Yeah. Uh, but actually, how it, it usually it's the, it's always the same weekend as the ledger, and it's usually not this early. It's usually, uh, it's usually the week later. No, what what's the week? No, the the sprint is normally next week. No, Irish Champions weekend is usually next week. No, 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 it's always this weekend. Really, it's always oh. it's always this weekend. Yeah. I was under the impression it is next weekend. So was I. Mm, no, I think it's always been the Irish Champion States has always been. Have a look at that. Oh, yeah, I've always, I've always, I've always thought the first Saturday. I always had the first Saturday in, or sorry, sorry, second Saturday in a. Maybe it is actually. Maybe it's the second. Yeah, I thought it was yeah no, like, she could be right. Yeah, the second Saturday. No, yeah. maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe. They like, the, you know, so what it, was the it, was the ledger of Doncaster really affected by Irish Champions weekend? Like, mm. is there any is there any three year olds running in the ledger in Ireland in the quarter on Sunday? If Aiden ha- Aiden might have one, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We have yeah, but like so, so but but they've moved it around, and now they have a sprint on Sunday, mm-hmm. where like you could go from five furlongs to six furlongs within a week, but you can't mm-hmm. go within a fucking day. Mm-hmm. You know, not in different countries. Anyway, um, well, not surprised with you know the BHA just trying to trying to mess things up. I I like the Antarctic here. Um, coming back to six furlongs, you can just forgive us. You know, is Roman he ran in the jersey, wasn't it? Um, yeah. His form is it's decent. Um, and look, he's just way too big a price to ignore. Over coming back to six furlongs, I don't know why people are going cold on him. Really, I, I don't think he's put in any particularly bad performances that would say he hasn't got a chance in a race like this. Mm-hmm. But he's only he's only a three year old as well, isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven, seven day break since that jersey six. Yeah, he, he's a full blooder to Batash, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I think fifty to one's absolutely outrageous for this, especially when you know there, there's not not like the the sprint division's not overly deep, and there, you don't need to find much. Not you need to stop it a look. I think it's massive. He's well worth a go. Should point out that he's also entered in the flying fives, isn't he, Deck? Over at your <laughs> he's end. not going to run in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could make a fail out of me, couldn't he? <laughs> That'd be the worst possible start. If the Antarctic line, I'd actually laugh myself to sick now. Make my weekend now if he lines up at the current. <laughs> well, Imagine. no, it won't happen though. He sure he'd be only he'd be only getting his passport stamped, won't he? Yeah. Really? Anything for you in this one, Under? Um I think you have to stick with the three year olds on the balance of the sprint form this season. Like we've seen like as much as I love St. Lawrence, he shouldn't have been getting as close as he should have been to winning a group one. Um, it, the Morris de Geest, he was only just held by King Gold and Spycatcher. He was actually quite unlucky that day. Um, 
that should be nowhere near good enough. Like a rating of 109, like winning the Wokingham and then nearly going and winning a group one at the age of five. Mm. Um, I think you have to stick with the three-year-olds. So I think Declan's on the right track with the Antarctic. Um, really wouldn't rule him out. Uh, believing, I think, is a advantageous. I think it's the stand. Am I right in saying stand side will be high numbers? Yes, true. Yeah, so I think on the last time was quick round, I think was the Sandy Lane. Uh, that stand side rail was a golden highway. And that was the last time I think it was like properly quick at Haydock. So I think you're going to be wanted, you're going to want to be drawn high here. The Antarctic is going to be advantageous in 16, believing in 17 is one to look out for. I would have quite liked Lazoo, but stall one, I had, I've had my uh, expectations tempered there. Yeah. Um, I'd always forgive a horse coming, but like they tried a mile, didn't work. Um, I'd forgive the Commonwealth Cup. I know some horse had gone from the Guineas to Commonwealth Cup and, and you know, disappointed the Guineas win and it, to win the Commonwealth Cup, but it's still a very, very difficult thing to do. <clears throat> Um, it was much more like it at Newmarket last time out. She's definitely one to keep on side of um, towards the end of the season. She has had a quite light season. Um, but I will stick with the three-year-olds. I'm not going to go with Shaquille. Um, I, 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 can't, I, I can't back a horse that's that bad out of stalls at odds on uh, yeah. in a group one. I know he's done it before, but it's going to catch up with him. It will happen. Um, he's very, very talented, don't get me wrong, but I just I, I think... One of these days, he, he is going to sting punters. Um, I'm going to take a chance on Millstream. He was supplemented for the race. Um, I think he's very, very progressive. Look, he well, he did run behind Little Big Bear at Haydock at the start of the season. It was a poor run, but he's he's only gone from strength to strength since. Uh, two excellent runs behind Quinn Alton Handicap Company off a big, big way. Um, and then has been extremely impressive twice in Deauville. Slight concern that he may prefer softer ground, but I wouldn't be too worried about it. Um, I think he's performed well enough on good to fair ground. Very, very progressive. Um, stall nine, I would have, like to be honest, I would have liked, maybe would have liked a slightly higher draw, but it's not a deal breaker for me at a double figure price. So I'm happily with Millstream. I think he's a good each way price. And I've just noticed Happy Romance is a reserve. I don't think I've ever seen a reserve in a Group One. I think I've yeah. never. I think I've ever seen that in Britain. How do you work it out? Is it on ratings? I've that has to be, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, she's rated one hundred and two. Yeah, now it's fair enough if if you're rated one hundred and two and there's what six, seventeen horses better than you, and it's Group One. I've no complaints with that. But um, yeah, it's it's rare enough to see a reserve in a Group One. Yeah, hundred percent. And that one, if he gets in, will be drawn. 11 so that'll knock everyone down if he doesn't get him on it she yeah it's happy romance the mayor isn't it yeah there yeah so millstream for me chris each way yeah I'd, I'd just be worried like you mentioned that i'd worry about millstream on this ground i think he's better on the with a bit of juice in it um and you have mentioned the draw there's something that i always like to look at at haydock believing is one that i think is an improving three three-year-old he that horse is drawn in 17 um so when Happy Romance doesn't run, to be in 16, effectively, anyway. Well, still be in 17, but mm. in, a, in a position of 16. I think that's an improving three-year-old, though, for George Bowie and Jason Hart. Jason Hart is, he rides this track better than most. Uh, but Believing has been improving. I think he, he was, he, he just touched out funny story last time of Rafe Beckett's and funny stories are not a bad yardstick. He's obviously going to have to improve because Shaquille's done nothing but improve but he's on the wrong side here i think and like you mentioned Andy, the, if he's slow away in this um on the wrong side 
he could be a freak and go and win this, but it's too short. So I'd take believing at 20 to 1. Uh, from stall 17 there. Uh, that would be it. We can move on from Haydock. Breathe a sigh of relief because it's Irish Champions Weekend. Irish Champions boys. Festival. Is, oh, yeah, they changed it. I think it'll always be Irish Champions Weekend, will it? Yeah. Unless yeah. they had a they go and had a third day. That'd be sick, wouldn't it? Imagine yeah, they the ICF. Is that what? Irish Champions Festival. Yeah, that all, yeah. Just, I think Irish Champions Weekend just rolls off the tongue a bit better, personally. Yeah. With the DRF and the ICF. I suppose Whoa. it makes sense then, yeah. Sound like firms. Yeah, DRF sounds a lot better than ICF though. Well, I, ICF is is like you use it building houses now. It's you, you pour the concrete into the phone. <laughs> you know, what what are these skills not open? Huh? What these oh you've probably not seen over you, here. You build, you build you don't use blocks, you you build up using like yeah, like it's it's fun, like aeroboard nearly. The Br- the Brits did it up. and all their skills are falling down now, apparently. Yeah, they really? are, yeah. Yeah. Their skills, they're all falling down. They, they, it's like they tried to oh. make Lego houses and it's all, yeah. You build them up in blocks of foam, hollow blocks of foam, right? And then you pour it in, and then Mrs. Jones moves in, and then she tries to hang up a fucking picture and she's <laughs> right in the concrete. Like, I'm like, fucking picture. <laughs> <laughs> Erratic concrete, oh, it's awful. It's like breeze blocks, they're awful too. <laughs> stuff of garages those next one uh, we're going to look at i've just knocked this one up so well done to me the champion juvenile i didn't know we were having a look at this but we may as well because there's a hot pot favorite it was very impressive on debut in diego velasquez in this mm. uh who's four to seven extremely impressive and those um big white big white blaze on this horse who's striking really striking he, he like a knacker's horse like i just think horses that look like that don't win classics nope Name one. Like a boy did, did new here. approach not have a big white face now? Ah, this thing's like a fucking... You'd see him in Smithfield, for fuck's sake. He's actually not as bad as Point Lonsdale. I've seen him in the flesh. He's very Point Lonsdale's still grown into his head. We yeah. get to that later. <laughs> well, he's a very short price for the head. Seven, uh, An Atlantic course is the nearest one to him. Uh, Capulet, winner at Dundalk, wasn't he, on debut, Capulet? Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think? Of, what do you think of that uh, display? Because I thought it was it was all right. Because Huxley's not a, a bad yardstick, really, is it? Is this to me or Dex? Sorry, Chris. Oh, sorry. I'll aim to either. We'll we'll go to you, Andy, first on this. Um. Yeah. No, he, he did it well. Um. Obviously, being by Justify, um, it's no real surprise that they started him out on the uh, all weather. The race, um, yeah, nor time nor tide was was well fancied, but was. Very well beaten in the end, and he has actually gone and won since. Uh, they stuck him, they stuck North Time and Tide into a handicap, and he won by half the track. I think it was Killarney. Um, so the form is actually, you know, Dundalk Maidens. They have, you know, like Aidan O'Brien's, you know, debuted decent horses at Dundalk in the past. Um, I think Caravaggio may have debuted there. Um, the infamous Mars, remember him? Best horse he'd ever trained. He debuted at Dundalk. He's an award named after him. He has an award yeah. named after him. Yeah, actually, on, on, yeah. A, on a similar note, I have something about the um, reach for the moon. He's going for a flat and jumps Mars award double next year as he's gone hurdle, <laughs> <laughs> which is unbelievable. Um, and Tommy says the minstrel. Anyway, for the Albert Bartley. You know, this isn't a bad race, though. Like Diego Velasquez was impressive at the Curra. He was... Very green. Um, like he was off the bridle after two furlongs, and like he was probably in front plenty early enough. But it was more his inexperience that brought him to the front. That Ryan Moore had to get him into a rhythm early, and the horses took off with him. He was much the best 
But he's now stepping into a group two. Um, look, they obviously think the world of him. Eight to fifteen, I would. He'd be best watched in my book. Um, I think he's very, very short. Atlantic Coast, uh, four to one shot was very impressive at the Curra as well. Uh, ten to one, at ten to one that day, um, beaten a horse that was well regarded at Jerry Lyons' formal display. Um, that form is largely untested, I believe, at the minute. Uh, Brayman, again, uh, looked like he ran a nice race at, at Tipperary, uh, followed up then at odds on at Killarney, but was very disappointing at Tipperary. Uh, he's quite a bit to find. I would, wouldn't mind giving a chance at an each-way price. Like If I had a gun to my head, I'd back deep one each way. Um, he's a little bit too keen for his own good, but... I think the more you know racing he gets, the the better he'll be. Um, he was incredibly impressive on debut here at Leopardstown um, in May, and he had a bit of a break. Um, then beat the aforementioned nor time nor tied by three and a half lengths doing handstands at Killarney. Now he's six to one on to do it. Uh, he won it like a piece of work. And I, you, you could, I like. I think Warney it looks like a very nice horse that beat my Tipperary. Mm. Um, I think he's going to run in the national stakes, Warney. I think. Um, I don't think he's entered. Was he? He was. He was at the five days. I think he was at the five days. I don't think he's entered now. No. Okay. Would be the be the Beresford. It'd be the Beresford then for him. Mm. Um, Warney looks like one of Joseph's better two year olds. Um, deep one ran him quite close. Uh, I thought Brilliant ran well enough. Who was interred in the um in the debutant the other day, so. I, I think that's, you know, relatively decent form. And I think just because he's a two beside his name, I think that's the reason you're getting 14 to one. So I'd take a chance on him each way. And, you know, the favourite still has to go. And, yeah, look, he still has to go and win the race, you know. And, and he, he did show a lot of inexperiences in the run. I'm sure he'll come on, come on no end for the run. Um, I do know that the, the horse, the other horse Aidan O'Brien had in that race, um, the Priory, I think, uh, was beaten at odds on at Gowron on Wednesday. So it is worth that is worth noting, but as I said, Diego de Velasco is was much the best. But I think Deep One, uh, who's been impressive in three starts today, and might have just bumped into one at Tipperary, is a nice each way prize here. Cheers, Andrew. Uh, come over to you now, Deck. Yeah, I, I do kind of agree with Andy. Deep One was one I was looking at. I was actually calling Deep One. It's definitely Deep One, isn't it? It has to be Deep One, doesn't it? It's all one word, though, isn't it? Yeah, okay, fair enough. Leave we let the comments section decide as well. But yeah. I, I said deep one. Yeah, look, he, he is um he's two from three and he was the horse who beat him was Warney, who you know they obviously thought enough of him to um give him his debut in the Chesham. Oh they did, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And um look, I suppose you know, on a line through not not true nor tired, he's close enough match to, to capital it. Um yeah, look, he's definitely worth he's definitely worth an each way bet. But I was I was kind of between two, and I'm siding with um, Atlantic Coast, the quarter maiden winner. Um, the second was just touched off by the Caribbean this week. He's look, I'm not impressed by the two year olds this season. I haven't been impressed. Tommy and Andy discussed it a few weeks ago, and mm. um, you know that's why I wouldn't be getting excited about the likes of. Diego Velasquez, even if he looked like a racehorse, I still wouldn't be getting excited about him. It, it They just haven't blown me away. And I know we'll hear about the likes of City of Troy or whoever wins, you know, the next couple of group ones. 
coming into the autumn. We'll hear about them all winter, but I don't. I know it's very hard to tell yet, uh, and we, we probably won't know till next summer. But to me, I I haven't been blown away by them. Um, and I, it looks like Aiden has loads, and nobody else has any. Like we said this a few weeks ago, where, where's Godolphin? Like nobody has any two-year-olds, and and that's what is making Aiden's two-year-olds look even better. And I don't think that I hot at all. So, and um, I was I was kind of stuck between the two. Um, and he's taking deep on. I I go for um, Atlantic Coast. Cheers, boys. Deep one or deep home. Um... It's deep no, one. I'm no. dying on that hill. It's deep one. <laughs> Just listen to what Jerry says and we'll go with that. Uh, I'll have a listen to it later and we'll sort that out. Uh, thanks very much, boys. Matron State's next. Um, this is deep. Oh, your, God, you're telling me. It's a era. Um, four to five favourite for this one. But, you know, take out that. You can throw a blanket over the rest, couldn't you, boys? Um, where are you going, Declan, with this one? Yeah, look, the... the... The hero has looked. Andy made a good comment earlier, actually, and, and it's something we give um, stick about all the time. Like, is she going to run if it keeps quickening up? We were due some showers today, but none arrived. It's very, very warm. It's fucking boiling at the moment. I'm sweating. I was going to do this out the back, but it was too warm. Um, Feel for me, boys. I've had factor fifty on all week. Feel for me. You were factor fifty when you turned the light on. I'd say. Um, <laughs> look, we know how fast Leperstown can get, and is she going to be risked? Um, look, her only blip was in the one thousand, uh, and they pulled miles clear. Like they were about, they must have been ten lengths clear. Um, we haven't seen the winner since. No. She's still recovering from it. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think actually, you know, maybe. Maybe to hear it was B because you got distracted by the syringe hanging out of Maj's arse. I'm not sure. Yeah, you're right. We ha- we haven't seen her since for some reason. Um, so I- I'd be look look. She she is short and it's a big field. It's a deep deep race. So I'd be looking beyond her at the price she is. Although if she's as good as you know, if she's good as they're saying, it's becoming value. Like because she's drifting for she was for she's four to six. She's she's four to five now. But I don't think she was overly impressive at Royal Ascot. I, I think quick ground. Yeah, I think it's worth taking her on here. Homeless Songs is in here. <laughs> Talking about them, a well horse is being fragile. Like she's <laughs> she's flat. Is she going to run? What ground does she want? Yeah. Uh, she probably. I think she'll want a bit of soft. Uh, she's yeah, a good ground. She's a good ground filly. But again, it, when it gets fast. I, I think you'll see a lot of withdrawals on the weekend. I hope it doesn't wreck the weekend. I actually kind of want the hose to come out. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's it could, mad, isn't it? It's it could getting be. fast and they're going to be withdrawn. Like. Have mm. they announced anything about watering yet? They will on the day. They they mm. put on they put on like four, a few, like six mils actually. They put on six mils yesterday. Mm. I didn't read it. That's gone. This week. That no, that's that's Leopardstown. So that would have gone in about yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I just got on it and drained off straight yeah. down. The golf course. <laughs> someone, someone, someone hit the water hazard on the eight fairway <laughs> down at the golf course. In the middle. So a negative water in at the minute. Yeah. I, I, I actually think Homeless Songs is ridiculously short here. And she hasn't proven an awful lot to us. Um, she had the, the form of her maiden, I think, was really, really strong. We discussed it a couple of times, but she just never really put it all together and and, and didn't materialize. Like, she just didn't. 
become as good as we all thought she was going to be. And, and she's probably still living on that early hype. Um, she did the Irish 1000 impressively, though. Mm. She did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that was two years ago or something. That was long ago, yeah. Month, you know, a year and a half ago, yeah. 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 Uh, Meditate is another one who I think is too short. She's not winning this season. Um, just beautiful five-year-old. She, she improved the last day. But it wouldn't be for me. Rogue Millennium, uh, she was fifth to the noise the last day in the group one. Uh, she was a group two winner at Royal Ascot. She likes good ground. She's going to handle it. I think she's a big danger here. Um, Jumbly, she was toward in the States the last day. Uh, she's two lengths to find with Just Beautiful. I don't think that farm's good enough. Prosperous Voyage has got all the conditions Andy prayed for and and not delivered on our recent First time, Blankers. <laughs> Kedobel. Um, God, he's flying. interested. She's only run three times. Now, she does have a bit to find with Zarinsk through Sigamia, but she's won, like, she could be a flying in the ointment here. She's one um, you'd have to be wary of. Ocean Jewel, she, she's one who could run her odds stepping up and trip. Uh, Olivia Morales is one I oh, don't know what trip she wants. Oh, he was very keen on going back to seven. Oh, don't know what she wants. Well, she is a seven and a half, four long horse. Mm. Um, look, I, I like Zarinsk here. Um, she was a listed winner as a two-year-old here last September. She's a Group Three winner in May here. She's a Group Two winner in July here. Um, she's an improving three-year-old. She's versatile. I would have a slight concern. She gets the trip well enough at this level. At this level. Mm. You know, mm. a proper group one level. This is a very deep race. It's a big field. Like this is gone. You're gonna you're gonna need a lot of luck in this race as well. Especially on that bend at Leperstown. You you're probably gonna probably wanna kinda come up the, the outside, aren't you? Like you're you're not gonna be near wanna be near that rail. You don't want traffic and you want the fastest mm. ground. Um but Zarinsk, like she likes it here. She's stepping up in grade and she's winning her races, so I think she's well worth a bet here. She'll go she's from the bet. front as well. Yeah, she went from the front last year, didn't she? she? Oh, yeah, she, she always did. does, yeah. Mm. Can I get your thoughts, boys, on Clever and Cool, who I thought won that Platinum Sticks at court, the listed race. That was soft ground, though, which she, she absolutely battered Tarara that day. She put seven lengths between us. She, she was fucking beaten off 101 in a handicap over eight furlongs. Yeah. She won her last two over seven, but she's beaten yeah. a handicap. She was the only filly to handle the ground that day. It got, or, or it got like it says soft in the form there. It was unraceable at Cork. I mean, they nearly abandoned the card, I'm pretty sure. What did you make What did you make of the uh, uh, win in the Fiery Bridge? Sorry, the Fiery Bridge. Um, yeah, I just, I think she's a Group 3 filly. I, mm. Like, I don't think she win a Group 2. I don't think she win a Group 1. Uh, she beat Matilda Picot. A uh, bit of a bunch finish. You could make the argument because Honey Girl was fifth that she should, like, you know, she should have a chance with Zarinsk on that form. Um Honey Girl's been busy though. That's that's the only thing I'd say. She I don't she's really I think she's kind of going backwards now. I, I'd find her very hard to fancy. She's thriving, but like I, I think she probably is better with a bit of cut in the ground as well, which she's not gonna get on Saturday. So you said this race you think's quite competitive, Andrew. You're gonna take you're obviously gonna be taking on to here then. Yeah, well, the only filly this is missing is probably Nashua, and she's running in the champion stakes. So, like, I really, 
it's it is hard to find a filly here that you think maybe that remorse or remorse or whatever she's called the one that was second to tahira and um, she's about the only filly i could think of that that's missing here and mm. um, so really really strong race um now i was talking about favoring the three-year-old sprinters um when we were going over haydock the three-year-old milers and three-year-old middle distance horses it's very different the only horse off the top of my head i can really think of that's one at group one um against older horses this year in ireland or england is paddington um i think one of the fillies did it, a kodiak filly i think did it in france uh, um over seven furlongs or a mile but um i like it's it's been they've been few and far between this year uh, but that still doesn't defeat the fact that i'm probably going to tip a three-year-old there to win this race yeah. um I think Homeless Songs actually is a is a fair enough price. I think the race could suit her. Uh, she is the type that will come sweeping down the outside and, you know, try and pick them up late. Um, Prosperous Voyage in her first time blinker, she's going to have all the conditions, but she has quite a bit to find on her form this year uh, outside of her win at Epsom. Um, Ocean Jewel, I think, is very interesting. Um, she's a half-sister to Mother Earth who really thrived on her racing and i've said that term a few times but mother earth who was um a serial group one winner including the 1000 guineas uh for aiden o'brien ocean jewel um now she's by sue nation so the mile might be a little bit of a question mark in comparison to mother earth who was by zoffany but i think she's shaped like she'd get a mile and um, especially on her you know her seven furlong win here in the Ballycora stakes uh, where she beat real appeal and um, she really traveled well that day and i could see her trying to sit in the if she has the ability to kind of sit just off the lead off the leaders and just try and pounce here i think she's a huge price and um, i disregard her last run and uh, she just was not well positioned that day uh, she was towards the near side the action happened on the other side of the track and I just don't think she's a sprinter. I think I, I'd rather see her over a mile than ever see her over six furlongs again. She's definitely a seven furlong filly, but we don't know if she's a miler and her if her half sister won a classic. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see her run a huge race. Um, but I have backed one in uh, anti post, and it was actually one deck mentioned Zorinsk. Uh, I'm I'm a big, big fan of her. Um she was really good in the rescheduled minstrel stakes here last time out, group two, um, where she was kind of you know they didn't hang around she went from the front but they went hard it wasn't a freebie that she got in the front end and she she had to battle off three or four opponents and you could make the argument maybe she was a fortunate winner and um, because there was a few in behind that didn't get the breaks but she just did not want to lose that day and jerry Lyons has a phenomenal record this weekend especially at leopardstown and um, he's had i think he's had three and four he's had he's definitely had a treble um on this card in the past i'm not sure he may have had a four-timer but i he's definitely had at least one treble um so maybe that's it, to keep an eye on his horses in the handicaps as well but if you let me take two chris i'm gonna back sarinsk uh and I, i've no problems taking on tahira and i'm gonna have a little bet on ocean jewel each way Um, i think you'll get bigger than 33 to one is she 50s or 33s uh 33 33s i think you'll get bigger on the day and yeah. uh, zarinsk 15 to 2 8 to 1 that's completely fair and if you do like the favor uh don't back her now i think you'll get 11 to 10 on the morning of the race mm. at least 
So selections then for that one, Declan, you are with Zerinx, yeah? Yeah, look, I, I do um I do agree with Andy there, Ocean Jill. I think she's definitely stepping up and trip. She's definitely gonna outrun her odds. But yeah, I, I like Zerinx coming back here. She's proven three year old. Mm. Um and as Andy said, she's probably gonna be out of all the trouble. Excellent. Uh Andy, you are with uh yeah, Zerinsk and Ocean Jewel um each way, uh, just as a little as a little bet on the side. And this race, uh, as I know Declan said, avoiding all the trouble, there's gonna be absolute carnage in behind. Something is good. There's gonna be unlucky, unlucky stories here. There's a very good chance that the best horse does not win this race. Ocean Jewel, you can get fifties, Andy. I've just seen so keep going. Cool. Uh, not a bad part. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Clever and Cool. I'm going against you boys. Turlow's even backing me up in the comments there. No 40 to one shot. I, I think she is improving. Um, obviously, she does have to step up the trick, and, and mm. it was only six days ago that victory. Yeah, um, 40 to one. may as well show, show me a show me a vocalized that handles fast ground, and I'll show you a vocalized that doesn't exist. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I'll have to search one now. <laughs> Next race, uh, moving on from the matron, we're going to move over to the Irish champion stakes now, the Royal Bahrain Irish champion stakes, and well, it's a matchup, isn't it? King no. of Steel, eleven to four. August Rodan threes. Af, Af, now I'm going to get this wrong. Afalela, yeah. Alflalia, Alflalia, Yeah, no, I feel bad for Jerry Hannon on that one. Now that's that's tough. Alflalia, Alflalia, yeah. Okay. Alflalia, nine to two. Uh, sorry, eleven to two. Ashwa six is on Esto, on Esto sevens. twelves. Uh, where are we going here? Uh, Declan, uh, we came to Declan first last time. Point Longsdale, Andy, you're you're betting this hundred to one. <laughs> Not a chance. Now Declan was going to talk about his big head for the next twenty minutes. So <laughs> you can come to me. Um, yeah, I think if Broom, just going back on it, if Broom does run in the Irish Ledger, I think Sweepstake the Dam will have three horses running at Irish Champions Festival. Yeah, Irish Champions Festival, which is actually quite impressive for feet for a broodmare. Um, yeah, look, this is a. It, it, I wouldn't call it a vintage renewal of the Irish Champion Stakes, but certainly a very competitive Group One. Um, I look, I could like I was talking about giving the three-year-olds a chance in the matron, definitely backing them in the sprint race. But you'd want to be off your box to fancy a three-year-old in this race. Um, King of Steel. Look, he's taken his its first run of ten furlongs um, in his life. He's had his obviously his three starts at a mile and a half this year he had a very tough race like he was really exerted to finish a, a well-beaten third in the king george and look i i just i'd find it hard to back a three-year-old coming from the king george this year um august rodan was essentially pulled up in the king george and um, so he either just tails off or wins and um, so how how is this fucker favorite he wants Oh, oh it's it's, it's insane. I don't have plus any bursts, any favorite. What ground does this horse want? I don't he know. He just he just needs mood. to be in the mood, I suppose. That's what it boils down, does it? I don't know. Like um instead of fucking nostrils. Yeah, it's uh, you couldn't back him. Um Spreewell or Sprul. Um look, I don't like they said he didn't let himself down at the curra. Um, you know, sometimes they go on fast ground once, they won't go on it again. So you can forget him. And Al Rifa, um, look, national stakes winner last year. 
I've subpar reappearance, good run behind Ace Impact in France, but look, that form is leaving a little bit to be desired. If if you ha- if I had to pick the best finisher out of the three rolls, I would probably go Al Rifa, but that's not what we're talking about here. So mm. we're sticking with a quintet of older horses. Um at the weights, you probably have to go with Nashua, who's had a brilliant season despite only winning once. Just goes to show you that no one cares or should care about winning records. She's had a phenomenal season. Yeah. Um, she's won a Falmouth Stakes. She's ran brilliant in a Jugmont International. Uh, she's really, really had a top season. Um, it's great that they're running here again. Um, you know, she's had a, She's been busy. Um, I. I think actually she's a little bit disrespected in the market at 13 to 2. Like, if you that Judmont form, despite it being a real small field, Paddington was a world beater and I don't think did an awful lot wrong. And you could make the argument that Mustadaf is the best horse in Europe. <clears throat> so, on that form, 13 to 2 is a fairly big price, um, especially when she gets her mare's allowance. Point Lonsdale is going to be the pacemaker. Um, if you just want to back colors, um, four-year-old and older horses into Shadwell colours that have, you know, never won Group Ones in their life, um, and are having their first run in the Group One have been borderline automatic this season. Um, like there was the, there was one at the start of the season in the pre A, um, who won the John Smith's Cup last year. His name is just escaping me. Uh, Mustadaf has established himself as a Group One horse this year, and Al Husan, who won the um, Nassau Stakes. Uh, she's also established herself as a group one horse. So maybe it's Alf Lalia's turn, um, who has been supplemented for this race as well. Um, so obviously they they do fancy him. He did uh, quite well to come from where he did and um, beating uh, my Prospero in the uh, City of York Stakes. He still is going to have to improve though. Um, and then you've got the one two from last year, which are, I think is the, the horses you should be really concentrating on Onesto and Luxembourg. Um, Onesto was, you know, really good run over a mile uh, behind in spiral on a seasonal reappearance. Um, runner up in this race last year, and he had his pocket picked late by Luxembourg. Um, Luxembourg was a good fourth in the King George. Uh, he's a much stronger horse now, so I, I'd I'd much rather an older horse coming back from the King George to this race than I would a three year old. Mm. Um, just because they're that little bit more mature. I think Luxembourg is much better at 10 furlongs as well than 12. Um, and there's a slight suspicion, despite him winning a race and post trophy or whatever it was, could you argue he's maybe a better horse in Ireland than he is on the boat? Maybe. You probably Possibly. could, Andrew. So there is a few things to like about Luxembourg, I think. Um, and 10 to 1, I look, I like Onesto and I like Luxembourg. And to be honest with you, I'm probably going to back them both. Uh, I'll back them both win only. And then you're going to give us your selection. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, say. I think, no, I'm, I'm going to back them both win only. I don't want to, like, if I, I'm going to give one for the podcast, I'm probably going to go Onesto just because he's had, only, like, he's probably been trained to the absolute minute for this race. Frankie. Um, like, it's not the Frankie factor. I didn't give a rats about that. It's the fact that it's the second run of the season and the French love this race. Um, either use it as a, as a, um, as a springboard to the, to the arc or they just go and win it when was the um, french winner uh almanzor was it Sotsas. Yeah, oh, no, didn't win it Sotsas was beat 2016 
And um, yeah, and Videni was probably a little bit unlucky. I, I don't know what Sumion was doing last year, tried to go up there, like they never go up the rail at Leopardstown on, on Champions Weekend. It just does not work. It's it's a sweeping bend. You come up the outside. Yeah, uh, you do it's what he did. Up there. The ground yeah, it's is much definitely faster. a better a faster strip of ground. Uh no, but for me, I think that the four year olds, I think you can you can borderline discount the three year olds. I I just don't at the prices, I think it's a you'd be off your off your box. Um, I'm going to back both Luxembourg and Ernesto, but for purposes of this podcast, I'm going to tip on Ernesto. Thanks, Andrew. Cracking on. Declan? I cannot believe, I cannot believe, after what we heard for the King George, Andy and Steve, they were fucking patting each other on the back. They were finishing each other's sentences. They were all over Luxembourg. I can't believe Andy's not pumping the ears off him. If you felt like that at Ascot, why don't you feel like that today when he's getting his trip? He's getting everything he wants. He won it last year. He's gone. He liked the ground. It's, he didn't stay at Ascot. And I don't think he stayed in the arc last year. I think he's a 10 long horse. Uh, I think he's great value. Like, he won the Tattersalls Gold Cup this year. Um, he won this last year. He's a two-time group one winner over the trip. Mm. He, he didn't. I, his class... His attitude on his class got him to finish where he did in the King George. He came swinging when everything else was being asked questions in the King George, and he just didn't stay. I, I honestly can't believe after the poem you wrote about him the last day, Scott, <laughs> you're, you're not all over him. I'm I, I'll be backing him, but I, I, I think I think Ernesto... And, and you know as well as me, mm. you forgive them. I've you never said I, ne- I never. I've, I've always been happy to forgive him. I just think I, I, I I I'm, I'm disgusted with you. There you <laughs> go. Oh, oh, Gurney's all aboard. Gurney's kind of had the, has had his mortgage on him by the looks of it. Oh yeah, I, I'm all over Luxembourg here. I I was very very tempted to go with Al Al Flail. Al Flail. Um, you know he's won the last four. Uh, he's improving up the grades. Hell off my Prospero the last day and the trip's going to sue. I I think. He's a great chance. But Luxembourg at the price. And and the way, it, like, I'm sold after the way Andy spoke about him the last day. Like, you get, if, you, if you got Andy's fucking speech the last day and put it in here, like, it was the one thing that tore me off in the last day was the trip. I, I just didn't think he'd get home, and he didn't. And he, his attitude and his class got him to finish as close as he did. Mm. Um We'll see oh, how he looks in the ring, I suppose, well, as well. How he looks in the ring could be quite important as well. It'll be your round. You'll be at the bar. <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, August rode in. Like, he, he shapes as if he wants 14 furlongs, two miles, a fence. Like, he's never looked like a 10 furlong horse to me. It, he's... It looks like he's burst twice now. And they won't tell us this because they're selling stallions and they're coming out and they're saying, they're saying things that don't make sense and people are swallowing it. Oh, well, he looks more like a 10 furlong horse. Does he fuck this thing? <laughs> all he does is run on at the same fucking pace when other things are slowing down or else he bursts and he doesn't finish the race. If he wins this race, that place needs to be fucking raided. Get the warrant out. Because if they... If, <laughs> if, if they can get him to win this race, I want two of them. Well, he'll win. He'll go win at the Breeders Cup, probably. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. It's that, that's a good play. If he wins this win, race, I'll have fucking two of whatever he had Saturday morning. Yeah. He's never ever looked like a ten furlong horse. He is just 
like the Irish derby, I'm not getting into it again because we, we've done it to death. But he was just staying on and, and at Epsom, all he did was stay and stay and stay while other horses were slowing down. He, they're just films full of shite because they want to sell his balls, you know. And that's why it's been so refreshing to see what they've done with Paddington this year. He can't win this fucking race. Um, King of Steel, look, the trip is very interesting for him. He's one you're going, okay, he was chinned on the line at Epsom. We'll come back and trip. He looks like a classy animal. Um, he, he won his group two at Ascot when he should have went, went to the Irish Derby. Probably just didn't get home against, you know, a, a group of really classy 12 furlong horses in the King George. So I, I think they're they're right to come back here. Um, Nashua probably brings the best form to it, as Andy touched on, the second to Mostadaf. Um I think... Nashua has struggled this year after losing her allowance. Um, yeah. And she don't think she's had a good season, no doubt. She's, she's, class. she's absolutely that. class. Mm. I mean, she struggled to win and yeah. she just, just bumped into one with, without that yeah. allowance. Sometimes they just, you know, if a filly doesn't grow and they lose that allowance, the three year old allowance, they're just finding it a little bit harder to get their head in front. But mm. you can't knock what she's done. She's had a phenomenal season, you know. Uh, She's just probably going to find one too good here again. Ernesto, uh, Andy's spot on. He, he's going to be prime for the day. They want to come here. Like, he's he's almost cherry ripe. And then they'll go from here and they'll go to um, Longchamp for them. He was second last year. He hasn't shown the form of that this year, but I wouldn't worry about that at all. They were only, they were only put, wrapping the tinfoil around him and getting him ready for the oven. He's, mm. he's going to be ready here. Al was quite an exciting two-year-old. Um, the second to Ace Impact, the last day reads really well. Andy's been tearing that farm apart. I don't think Ace Impact, Ace Impact was overly impressive. But at the same time, I, I think he won. I think he won. He still won a shade cosily. Um Arifa, I suppose, if you look at the farm, the, the group three before that, he was maybe caught cold by Mash. Much more than that, but mm. I'd forgive that. Um, he's definitely one with a chance. Um, Spreewell, no chance. And Point Lionsdale has the biggest head on a horse I've ever seen. <laughs> um, and he just still hasn't grown into it. But um, <laughs> look for like the the way Andy and Steve were talking the last day. I, I can't believe he's not all over Luxembourg. And I think everything's going to suit him here. And his prices come down to maybe the the jockey booking. And the fact that he doesn't stay 12 furlongs. There's nothing wrong with not staying 12 furlongs if you're running a 10 furlong race. Mm. Two against the field there for the boys. Uh, Andy's deserted the Luxembourg camp and has gone with Ernesto. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, Andrew. I'm literally backing them both. Yeah. Anyway, oh, who are yeah. you backing, Chris? I, I know, but none of them. None, none of them. them. None. None. Point Lonsdale for a laugh because he's got a big head. <laughs> no, this is he probably had to lift the thing off the ground by the time he gets to the line. <laughs> I've got a big head. We go together. Oh, Declan, you must have been drunk here. Just looking at this message from Jason Kintella. I wasn't drunk that day, no. No. No, I remember. Oh, congratulations, Jason. Yeah. He has a horse yeah. with Paddy Toomey, Philly, I think. Oh. I think that's right, Jason, isn't it? They're loud. No, must be a <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a Philly. No, I remember we were chatting at the down at the rail. Fair play. Bolted up a cork yesterday. Happy days. 
That's fucking great. Love to see it. Fucking great. Yeah, love to see it. Lovely. That's class. Well done. Next one is the... What did I you actually told what... Jason I wouldn't be fucking back that day. I wouldn't <laughs> be fucking back. I'm done with that fucking shower on that podcast. I'm out of there. And yeah, here you are. Here I am talking pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I've just sort of... I've just had thought about something that's cropped in me. I, just, I don't know why I was thinking to think about that. I can't even mention it. Uh, right, Dullingham Park, next one. It, what was the name of this race? The Boomerang. The Boomerang Mile. Boomerang. It was named after that place in Temple Bar. Oh, oh God, that that place. See, I know. Have you <laughs> seen them fucking Boomerangs? You're mad. I thought yeah. it was because it was the, uh, the start line was completely adjacent to the to the finish line and it was like a boomerang wow. I always thought that was a leopard sound anyway it's called every race the boomerang every mile race the everyone's boomerang. the boomerang mile yeah <laughs> no because it's a sweeping bend because it's 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 the widest the leopard leopard sound is going to be all year is the is the champions weekend anyway interesting enough for us this one uh bloody hell the winner's been mentioned already to me has it yeah well ho, ho. Get your genders right, will you? It's, two thousand, it's 2023. What wins, Declan? Tarawa. Tarawa. Oh, yeah, that was the one that Clever and Cookie but uh, Clever and Cool would beat, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, forget about it. That was heavy ground. Yeah. Go for it, Deck. Why? She hasn't got she hasn't got loads to find with Bowl Discovery. Now Bowl Discovery is a funny one, but he got his fucking act together that day. Um she's only a half a length off in, in July. She was one length off Sarinsk over seven furlongs, who we've already, you know, decided is bolting up uh, in the matron. She was fourth in the Irish one thousand. Um our last win came at Leopardstown as well. Look at the fucking prize of her. Crazy, that's big. That you know, yeah, like, it's now available, yeah, yeah. Like, now the only thing is, it, it's a decent race. Um, Buckaroo started the season beating Homeless Songs here, and but he was, I was disappointed with him at, at, at Royal Ascot. I thought he should have been winning that. You could say he was unlucky, um, in the group one at Longchamp over nine furlongs. How did they get the run? How did they get the run group ones over? Trips like seven and nine furlongs. How did he get away with it? It's it's nearly ten. They it's it's a, like a hundred and fifty five yards. Actually nine and a half. I yeah. think it's just wherever the bend is at Longchamp or something. Like yeah. Um. Look, he, I suppose he's likely enough race for a four year old. Um. Victoria Road. This is the danger for me. The the big big danger. You know, until I really had a look at Tarawa's form, I, I was all over Victoria Road here. Um, his seasonal debut came in a, a 10 4 on Group 1, won by Ace Impact. But Andy thinks he's at nothing anyway, so Andy definitely won't be going for Victoria <laughs> Road. Um, he won his previous four over um, eight furlongs as a two year old, including at the Breeders' Cup. He has beaten Blue St. Rose, who um, looked like a really, really good horse. And just, you know, you, we, we, we spoke about what a Cape Goodwood is, so. Happy to, to forgive anyone a run there. Um, look, he's a big, big danger, but it's it's the price of Tarawa ter, ter, for me. Uh, the form is there. 
I think she's totally disrespected here. And it's, I suppose, the fact she was beaten by a horse who couldn't win um, a handicap of 101 is maybe the reason you're getting that. But, you know, just put a line through that. Um, yeah. Other than that, I'm not sure what else there is to be. Um, I quite like uh, uh, Joseph Murphy's horse, Lord Masseuses. He definitely needs soft ground. I'll actually put up a, a reverse forecast, Victoria Rowan and Tarawa, but I think Tarawa is definitely worth an each way bet at the price. I thought I'd seen bigger than that earlier. Nice nice reverse forecast, that. that'll pay well. Like that. He's a big price, that Declan. Can get 20s available around. Yeah, I, I think she's that way up. too big. She's consistent, all right? Yeah. yeah. So you Just mentioned... Go on, yeah. You said, Andy, that you think Lord Masseuse wants soft. I thought the run at Leopardstown last time. That that the key for, for that run for me is that the horse actually, for the first time visually, I thought the horse settled better than he ever has done mm. before. He was settled right at the back by Gary Cowell, and he timed it perfectly to go on and beat Alfred Munnings by about nearly two lengths at the end. I thought that was a big improvement. Big improvement. It was only a Group Three, mm. you know. Could step up in this ten to one. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it was it was good ground, which is which is fairness. It was Sunday. Usually, Mark the sire Marcas is usually very, very uh, like like you no know, borderline notorious for getting soft ground merchants. Mm. Um, but still, this is definitely going to be the quickest ground he's in, he's in, incurred. Um, like it was good that day, fair enough, but it, it could be very, very like I'm not joking. Leopardstown really, really does drain out, and we are not getting any rain. Um, and then going back to my uh previous comment, like we could see non runners left, right, and center. I'm not like really, like, hopefully, it doesn't ruin the we, weekend now, but like we, we, sh- we shouldn't though, because they've been declared. Mm. Like, you, you shouldn't really be a non runner, yeah. they're getting declared on good ground, but we both know it's not good, it's no way it's good ground, absolutely yeah, no so way. Like, you're not allowed mm. declare a non runner. Yeah, they find something you can sell, sir. Yeah, cough this morning. Cough, yeah, but, yeah. but we shouldn't really. If they're declared now, yeah. to this morning, they they should yeah. be. Not not nothing's going to change. Like you know, Stick a, they, yeah. Give them an uncooked, course. give them an uncooked Rustler's burger for breakfast, and they don't <laughs> eat at their off feed. Oh, Jesus, easy. Um, yeah, this is a this is. This is a competitive group too, though. I was actually surprised. I thought this race would break up, and it, it hasn't. Um, Buckaroo is a horse I've had, always had a lot of time for. Like you know, only beating a neck in a group one. To, um, and the horse actually was. I was actually speaking about this group one. The the uh, the pre Despahana was Anmat was the other uh, automatic older Shadwell horse that just decided to win a group one this year. Um, to join Al Al Hussan and uh, Mustadaf. Um, finishing fourth in a group one and only getting beaten in the neck is absolutely wild. Um, I'm I agree with Deck though, he did kind of disappoint me a little bit behind Royal Champion at Asco. Um, the form hasn't been bad. Bolshoi Ballet has won a grade one in, in the US. Um, Royal Champion hasn't really done much though. I think he was well beaten at York. Would you hang your hat on that fucking group one in, in the US? Oh, uh, no, no. Well, he was impressive now, but like, uh, you know, listed, listed race at Royal Asco, group one at, in America, it's probably. Not too, mm. <laughs> maybe a group three level. They're like different um, sports, though. Yeah, no, it's different. And Bolshoi Ballet clearly does like the states. 
Um, yeah, you, you brought me to Tarawa, but in fairness, that it does have a good chance. Um, she probably doesn't win enough, but she has been highly tried. Um, she's had a lot of starts and pretty like she has had quite a few starts this season. I think she'd need to improve again, but 16 to 1 is a fair price. Um, Victoria Road was one that we tipped a lot last year, um, and did very little wrong for us. And um, they were just running them over the wrong trip to kind of start his career off. And he went on a a nice sequence, as you mentioned as well, beating Blue Rose Sen, uh, winning the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf. Uh, met a setback then. He was meant to reappear in a Guineas trial at Longchamp, a French Guineas trial, and he was a non-runner. I think he, he injured himself in transit or something and wasn't seen for four months or something. Um, he actually travelled pretty well. Um to about the two furlong pole at Longchamp. You could make an argument that the 10 furlongs on may have not been to his liking. I, I would just say just blew up mm. um, after an injury and, you know, been so long off the track. He returns to his two-year-old best. Um, and, you know, at five to two, do you want to take that risk with the way the three-year-old form is going? I'm not sure. But beating Blue Rose Sen, you know, winning a Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, uh, you know, it's, it's good form. It's it's strong form. Um, it's just knowing what exactly is coming up or what's coming up next for him is is the question. I think firm ground is going to be obviously very advantageous for him if he's a Grade One winner in the US on it. Um, and he's probably out of this field. It's fair to say if if a horse from this field was going to win a Group One, it's probably him. I don't think that's not a fair thing to say. Or I don't think that's an unfair thing to say. So, with that said, I think he's the one to be with. Am I going to back him? Is he one of my better bets of the weekend? Absolutely not. But I think he is the most likely winner. Okay. Thanks very much, Andrew. Well, that brings us to the end of Leopardstown, but it's not the end of the Irish Champions weekend. We head over to Gakura. Now on Sunday, a little question there in the chat deck. Have you seen it from Sean? Are you heading there on Sunday? Oh, sorry, on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Andy is as well. And I'll be at the golf tomorrow as well. Manual around. Oh, very good. Maybe scream a mashed potato and at the table, or would you need the type that sits around the green with the little cracks? Oh yeah, we're going to follow Callum Shink going around. So I say we'd be the only fucking two people following him. What's he so now? No chance of seeing us on the telly. How did you do today? Uh, I think he finished even par. Who's leading, actually? Some Indian lad, seven under. Mm, that's one. Not bad. Uh, forgive me, boys. Uh, do you want to cover the Blanford? Because I haven't put this up. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I have a selection for the Blanford. Is going to put up later. I didn't. Well, I have. Do you want to give it now, then, Deck? Yeah, yeah. If you want, yeah. yeah. No, shall, we, shall, we do it, shall we do it at the end? Oh, I'll do it at the end, then, Sherlock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this, no this five won't take long. It's just hard power. Okay, <laughs> it's just. Happening. I actually agree with that. Uh, he gets some, He just wins at the curl, doesn't he? Yeah. Right there you go, then, boys. Um, art power is that it? No, nothing else needs to be said about this. Uh, well, I've been, I've been really disappointed by Lady's Church, but she and like, I know it keeps. I forgive her now. If you forgive her, she's a chance, and I would forgive her. But how do you beat Art Power at the curl? He he doesn't just win. He, he yes. fucking bolts up like. There's an easy way you do it. Just run the Antarctic here. Or just cut them off. <laughs> Put them through the rail. Yeah. 
You'd only you'd, you'd probably get a slap in the wrist and keep the race. Nothing beats him. But you fucking put a fence in front of him. He'll just wing it. Go home and eat. The fucking fella's unreal at the corner. It's 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 cra- it's gas, isn't it? It's it's deadly. I love he that. I love that fucking personalities. He's yeah. fucking living over there. He wants to move over. He'll go retire over here. Have a great mm. man. Where would you he say if, if 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 Tim Eastie was in, interested in? Well, no. If the horse was trained by anybody in in Ireland, who would you want training at power? Or does it so not even matter? Train himself. Does just leave matter? him in the corner. Yeah, he'd he, do it himself. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be Eddie Lynham, but like. Uh, yeah, no, he just did it himself. He drives himself to the curry. Gets <laughs> off the plane. <laughs> he actually did. You see the interview? Was it? Um, well, the art power game. Yeah, I think no, I think it was Usher. Who rode him at? Uh, it was David Allen. He David was interviewing Allen, the race and post, and he he was art power. Like, like the horse knew he was at the curry. Like he, he was going down to the start, and you could say you could feel the horse like, come alive under him. Like he, the horse was getting excited. Knew he was, you know, at the curry, and he went and just, he must have a secret mat over here. Yeah, <laughs> he's a gelman. So he must we'll, just like that current air. Well, shall we move on from that then? Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't have very much to give about the flying five. Like we've been over these sprinters. It's a dog shit division, and all the good three year olds are on the haydock. So you know what else is there? To, like there is dramatized, I suppose. Who's thirty? Yeah. Like the betting's telling you though she's not going to run thirty three to one. Um, you know, just what I just. Yeah, the good three-year-olds run the head up over six, so, yeah. Okay, boys. Uh, let's move on from that. We'll move on to the next group one on the card, which is the Moy Glare uh, for the Phillies, the two-year-olds. This is a nice race, I think, and a very impressive double winner here in y- Ylang, Ylang. Mm-hmm. Have I said that right? Yes, I have. Come Ylang, back. Ylang, yeah. Ylang, yeah. Uh, Porter Fortuna's in this as well, who I think, Andy, you've been on a few times this season, haven't you, Porter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, firmly put in her place by Buccanero Fuerte um, in the Phoenix Stakes. I think the seven furlong is going to suit her. Um, but I, I think she's bumping into one here. Um, Ylang, Ylang, I was nearly going to message you guys saying that I think she opened at six to four anti-post and I was actually kind of a little bit shocked um, as I, I had her as a around at 8 to 11 8 to 13 shot she is 8 to 11 now i'm not going to be backing her at that um look she's been very very impressive she got it all her own way on debut uh beating uh dollarina and she's quality um decent maiden that and the second favorite vespertilio deck i think we tipped that or did i tip i tipped that on our a podcast yourself and myself done oh yeah uh, she's dollarina Oh, really? Okay. I think I did, yeah. <laughs> you did, yeah. Uh, Vespertilio, very impressive in a de- in the debutant stakes. That race was possibly a subpar group too, but she couldn't have been more impressive. She came there swinging and won very, very easily, pulled well away. Now, she does have to try and reverse the form with Ylang Ylang, um, a length and a half that day. I don't think Ylang Ylang was doing too much in front in the silver flash stakes, but they didn't go very, very fast, and... Um, Willie McCreary's filly uh, Vespertilio did come from a very unpromising position uh, off that slow pace from dead last to be second. I think there'll be definitely less between them at the line today, but or on Sunday, but they'll be the first two home for sure. Um, outside of that, I think you could be playing like if if this race attracts more than seven runners, I think this could cut up very very badly. Now it should, uh, but you know fourth. Um, 
for the third place, we've got Fallen Angel, uh, who was really impressive in the Sweet Solaria. She won by three lengths. Uh, she might be one of the. She could well be the best filly in the UK. I think that um, is right, Andrew. I think she. Yeah, is. she could well be the best filly in the UK, and she's a seven to one shot here. So mm. it kind of tells you what what you guys kind of have over there at the minute. Um, she's by two darn hot, and she's out of a mare, uh, a very good mare. I think Eddie Lyon, I'm trained her Agnes Stewart, um, who was a a serial group performer. Um, yeah, but other than that, though, I think. I could even see she's quality who has quite a bit to find with Ylang Ylang on her debut, but she, she's been very good in, uh, you know, in her, in her next few runs. I don't think she's done a whole lot wrong. Um, they've been running her over six furlongs. I think she's definitely a seven furlong filly and I wouldn't be surprised to see her run a huge race at, at 50 to one. Uh, she could be even one to maybe sneak third. Um, I don't think she'd be troubling the favorites, but for me, I think Ylang Ylang should really take all the beating here. Um, I think she's very, very impressive, but I think she'll win and Vespertilio will get closer. I, but the closer than a length and a half. Um, she might get to her girts, but I think Ylang Ylang is, is one that might improve for a lead, which I don't think she's going to get here. I think she'll just, you know, do what Aiden's good horses just do and just go at her own pace in front and just, you know, grind it out. Disappointing, you've been disappointed in pearls and rubies this year, Dak. No, no, I hadn't really got high hopes for her. No, have you? Uh. I think that I think she's been put in very short the last twice. Um, like to be honest, like, I, I would have I never had her favorite for the Chesham, and I certainly wouldn't have had her favorite, um, to be to for the for the group trade as she ran in. Um, she ran the debut in the last day, did she? Yeah, she went yeah, off. Yeah, she, she short enough. Oh, she wasn't yeah. even that short, I don't think. Oh, yeah, 13 to 8, she was, yeah. 13, like, 13, short yeah. enough. But, like, I think she... I don't know what... She, I, she just seems to struggle in the middle of her races. She Why runs is she like she's a, for, What's the vibes about her to go off so short like I'd that? I'd say though? she works well. Mm. I, I say she works well, but they don't really... Especially in Aiden's yard, they don't really go to the well. And the way she goes through the middle of her races... I think she's 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 just weak. I think she'll make a really nice three-year-old. I really do. I think she could be a really nice three-year-old, um, but she just doesn't have that power there yet. And it, should, it might come next year, but yeah. uh, it's not going to come this year. Joseph O'Brien's got a horse in here called Calispera. Do you know what that means, Deck? What's that? Oh, it's just Greek for good afternoon. Oh, very good. There you go. Uh, over there. Come to you anyway, Yeah, we're well, giving you a... That's the only country that my passport has ever been stamped in. So I'm well travelled. Go, Deck. What What do you think? Yeah, look, Yelang, Yelang. Like she, Annie says, she's two from two, and the farm looks solid. We were actually saying, even before the run, in the before the debutant, the farm was looking solid, mm. um, and it's been franked again. Um, part of for part of. Fortuna, uh, she was well beat by Buccaneiro Fuerte in the Phoenix. But, uh, she was previously trip and three. I agree with Randy. I think she's going to appreciate um, this step up and trip. Look, I'm going to give a chance to um, Red Verburnham, the Moyglare horse. Uh, I thought she was very green on, on debut over this trip. She was a neck off opera singer. Um, now, opera singer showed a good attitude that day to battle away. Uh, and, you know, showed decent qualities. 
Opera Singer won the group three the last day. I think Red Verborn's gonna take a massive step forward if she loses that greenness. I think it could be a bit of a surprise here. I think she could be if she takes that step forward, I think she's gonna be a big, big danger. Very well bred, yeah. Frank a lot of a Dubawi Mur. That Rose they like yeah, very race. nice Oh yeah, it's their own race. Yeah. The um yeah, the rumor mill on the Curra is uh, that's been running rampant. She was a big, big mover on her debut. That was a winner's race she ran in as well. Um, and obviously she got close to a subsequent Fasol Group 3 winner. Um, but yeah, the rumour mill on the Curra says this one's a, a really, really top-class filly. Um, but the only thing is she's going from a... She's a maiden running in a Group 1. But, you know, yeah. you never know with the two-year-olds. You never know. Yeah. She'll, win this. she'll win this and she'll go favourite for the Guineas and then she might turn up in the Irish 1000. Yeah, please God. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. And then she straight to the Matron. Yeah, I mean, my tier, yeah. <laughs> Our next race will probably be the Matron, actually. Yeah. Now, she might take in the Coronation, will she? Maybe they might do. If, if she misses both Guineas, she might take in the Coronation and, and then to the Matron. Hmm. Two more races to have a look at. The next one is the Vincent O'Brien National Stakes. City of Troy, very short. Again, very impressive on both starts. Buccaneer or Fuerte is the uh, well nearest rival because Diego Velasquez isn't going to run here, is he? Um, is this this is just to put up a, a, a shut up shop job, isn't it? Here. No, like the fucking Tiroles aren't like they're not. If there is one, maybe it is this fella, but you know, I I this we me and Andy had similar conversation with the two year olds when Henry Longfellow was running. Was that in the futurity? Yeah. That was that we should have we should have lumped on him that day. Yeah, it was the same day. It was four yeah. to five. You end up winning that one to three or something. Yeah, look, I, I was keen to take him on. I think Islands in the stream was second to him. Um which was Carson Disson's winner the last day. He was impressive on debut. He's he's backed it up, he's done nothing wrong. I'm just not convinced by these two-year-olds, so I'm not. Like, City of Troy has bolted up twice, but you can pick holes in the form if you wanted to. If you want to look through it, it's not overly hot. Now, it's also hard not to be impressed, you know, by the manner of his victories, but I just think that the two-year-olds are dirt. And Buccaneer of Day, he was impressive. I think the setup's going to bring about more improvement. Um, and then Tamrath, you know, he won an eight four long maiden race. He's a good attitude, could take a step forward. I don't think it's an open and close, I don't think it's it's that straightforward. Well, the form you know, of the superlative stakes, Declan, is pretty dire, I think. Yeah, the form's fucking sure. The two year olds are dirt, they're fucking dirt. There's 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 nothing really that solid, so. The, it's yeah, you're getting hung up on the manner of the victory, but you know when it's put to them, you know what have they got under the bonnet? What's the attitude like? What's their head like? I don't. What price is he? Four to seven. Fuck that. He should be one to four. It's probably not a bet to have a race in either, like because. But I suppose it it would be. I'd probably. I I would like if I had to have a bet, I'd be taking them on. It's going to be with Buccaneer of Friday or Henry Longfellow. Um, Henry Longfellow sixteen to one. No, he's not going to run. No, he's not going to run. No, no, no he'd, be, he'd be if he was going to. He'd be a seven to four shot. If he's going to run. He go. Will he go? Will he he's go? going to go. He's already won a group two. 
Oh, that's a good question. Where's he going to go? Uh, Dewhurst. It has to be the Dewhurst. I'd right. say City of Troy goes in this and probably goes to America. He's by Justify. I'd say he goes in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Yeah, um, I'd I'd say, not, yeah. I'm not sold at all. Not sold at all. I, I think they're uh, there. There's it's not a deep division. I think they're dirt. Um, and I'll take them on because the the form of his races is, is there's holes to be picked all over them if you want to go and find them. Um, I I, I just lay them. Yeah, yeah. That's if you're gonna do it, just lay them because it, yeah. I think to be honest with you, if if I was to ever back an odds on shot, it'd be this guy. Um, because Buecanero Forte is a sprinter and is like his pure, pure, pure speed. Um, he's a full brother to an Abbey winner, Wotton. Um, look, he could stay seven furlongs. He's just not going to stay it as well as City of Troy, who goes at a, who can blow races open. He has a special ability to blow races open in the middle of the race. Um, and we've seen it in the superlative stakes. And we're probably going to see something very very special on sunday um buccanera fuerte i think is going to struggle with the seven furlong trip i know he is impressive in the phoenix but his pedigree is screaming that he's a sprinter and his run style is screaming that he's that too um and then you go through the field look if you think something's going to run back at each way because you'll probably get paid i think there's going to be like you're looking through the seven now. Cuban Thunder hasn't a prayer. Uh, Deep ones declared for Saturday. Diego Velasquez declared for Saturday. Uh, formal display is a maiden. Uh, well beaten by Atlantic Coast. He could run. Um, give me the beat boys uh, again. Bungle in the jungle out of a Dutch art mare. That's a sprinting pedigree. La Henry Longfellow's not going to run. Um, what price is Islands in the stream, Chris? Thirty threes. Just looking at that. If you want to be an app, if you want to each way thievery, he's the one to back now. If you're getting three places, because he's going to run, yeah, and he probably he probably only needs to he probably only needs to run his race, and he'll probably finish in the top three. Uh, Johannes Brahms could be a runner as well. Uh, he's shaped like seven furlongs, my suit, but you couldn't hang your hat in it. Uh, Mountain Bear is exposed as or is as exposed as a streaker at this stage. Um, and then Tamrat is the, you know, he's the one that he is going to run. Um, he's absolutely going to run. And look, they kind of finished in a bunch in that main. Uh, I was a bit disappointed by Ocean Conquest, who was fifth that day. Likeable, though. Tamrat. It all was likeable, absolutely. You couldn't take much away from it. You just don't know what he's beaten. Um, and that's not a bad thing at but all. We don't know um, what any of them have beaten. We don't know what he's like. Yeah, well, we know City of Troy has beaten a horse rate 104 in a subsequent Group 2 winner by seven lengths at Newmarket. So, like, we know, like, in the context of this race, that makes him a one-to-four shot, in my opinion, because he's it, it, the two horses at the top of the market are sprinters. Behind the rating's him. probably false, though, due to the two-year-olds being... And we don't, yeah, but we don't know that, though. Like, I think he's, he's minimum, fair enough, but, like, he's minimum, a, like, he's a fringe 120 horse. Um, and we don't even know where the bottom lies. So four to seven should be probably one to four. And to be honest with you, I think Joseph's horse follows him home. This is not a deep race. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd back City of Troy with um, literally out of process of elimination, islands in the stream to follow him home. And they, back him at 33 to one now because he'll probably be by default a 12 to one shot by you know, but probably actually by the time this podcast comes out, 
What you, what's the reasoning behind the seven furlong then? Are they, are they trying it, thinking he might be a duos kind of horse, Buccaneer or Fuerte? Um, it's just a natural next step. It's just like they could they could have gone. I'm surprised they didn't wait for the middle park. Yeah, uh, especially with his That's pedigree. The end of this month, isn't it? Yeah, I I think um they probably just want to keep him at home. Yeah. Uh, but I look maybe Adrian Murray sees like obviously he sees him every day. Pedigrees are not the absolute be all and end all, but the way he goes through his races and his immediate family yeah. suggests he's a sprinter. So just looking ahead towards that Dewhurst and it, Henry Longfile for the Dewhurst, Matt, this is a while away, mm -hmm. two to one. City of Troy, fours. Buccaneer Fuerte, fives. Mm, um, he won't be fives after Sunday. Yeah, I agree. He'll be NA after Sunday and he'll probably be a shorter price for the middle part. That four to one might look uh, a decent a decent bet after this, after Saturday, Sunday, sorry. On City of Troy. Uh, right, shall we move on from that one? Coming over to the last one there, boys. Are you just going to lay that one then, Deck, in that one? Yeah, I just... I just yeah. I, it's not it's not a national stage so I'm excited about. No, I, neither I, am I. I. I hope you see a great performance, but it's not yeah. competitive. Oh, look, you know, if they're... To save that crop, you'd like to see one absolutely fucking shit in, wouldn't you? But I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't make them. I don't. Look, come here. We, we'll we'll park them. We'll move on from them. We'll put up Yashin and then we yeah. get to the extras because the extras <laughs> will be better. <laughs> Just literally looking through the chat there. Tom McGreevy, Ginger Minja. Oh, go on, lad. Cheers, mate. It's obviously me. I love that one. <laughs> right, uh, next one. The Irish St. Ledger. Kiprios is taking on Hamish here with Eldar Eldorov and Emily Dickinson. Throw a blanket over those in the betting. Who's, who's going to be favourite on the day? Kiprios, definitely. You think, Deck? Look, oh yeah, probably will. Like he was favourite the moment, Hamish. Uh, well, no, sorry, Kiprios is just shading favouritism right now. Hamish is coming yeah, a little bit. He, he probably will. Look, is 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 Kiprius the type of horse you really have to get that fit as well? Like you know, he's a big lazy bastard. Mm -hmm. You know, look, to this, be honest, this is a bad race, isn't it? Yeah, mm -hmm. apart from Kiprios, who might only be out to stretch his legs. Yashin has absolutely nothing to be afraid of. He was unlucky in the E-bar. Um, I know Andy said he wasn't quick enough to take the gap, but it's, they're, they're stairs. Like, you know, none it's of them are quick. He's a group three winner at, at Leopardstown. He'll have I his ground. On another day, he could have easily won that E-bar. And then you're looking at, you know, Sonny Boy Liston came here and won this after winning the E-bar. Mm. And I, I know, I know he's a cliff horse and I know he's, He's a, he's a podcast favourite. But I don't... So is <laughs> I can't wait to see him on Sunday. Can't wait to see him on Sunday. He'll thump you around. I, <laughs> I, I just think, apart from Kiprios, he has absolutely nothing to be af afraid of. And you have to take the chance that Kiprios is, is way undercooked. The way Aiden has talked, like, I think if Kiprios comes here 80%, he wins... He, he's not hard on himself. He's a such a good stayer. He's mm. such a good stayer. Saves so much for himself. But the way Aiden's talking, it, it's like Kiprios has, has only got out of bed. Or he's only going to get out of bed that morning. He's still in a coma. You know, so if it's that bad, if he, he hasn't even done a piece of work yet, mm. Yashin has nothing to be afraid of. But if Kiprios has been back in training, you know, 
that five to two could be buying money because he's way ahead of this. You yeah. know, Andy thinks you win an arc. That's that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, thought, yeah, I think I think we'd blown out of his hole coming into the fall straight in an arc, to be honest. But not on last year's ground, he wouldn't have been. Ah, he's fucking stick. He's slow. He's slow, but he's he's slow for longer than the rest of them. If you get me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way of looking at it. I like that. <laughs> like, like, like Shadavarius was like. Do you remember they tried to say he was quicker than seven four long horses? <laughs> like he was just. Stradivarius was the same speed forever. You know, he'd run, he would have won the Mongolian Derby and he'd have just been that one, one speed he has, like just the, he's like a moped, but he would just keep going, yeah. you know, at that speed, never stop. Like a solar powered, like a solar powered moped in the desert. Yeah. Never run out of juice. <laughs> so random, such a random comparison. I think you should take that on Dragon's Den deck. It sounds like a good invention. That. But you'd, you'd have to get tracks like a solar powered moped on tracks in the desert. Wow, I like it. Painting that quick, it's just great. <laughs> Obviously, Hamish is a, a rather fragile animal, animal, isn't uh, isn't it? Um, close to in this last year, but that was on totally different ground, wasn't it? Um, can you see Hamish even taking part if there's no rain? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, absolutely not. Mm. They wouldn't risk him. Mm. Uh, look, what's what's the? You know, it's usually an absolute automatic um, of you know it pissing rain on Sunday at the Curra. At, at the, at the, it always, always seems to the weather just. It's always poxy. It's always it? horrendous, and it, like it, the last two years, I've just decided not to go because you look out the window and go. Oh, say like it's just disgusting uh-huh. and there's nowhere to hide at the girl um i'm i'm gonna work on the consensus of good ground um that gives yashin a good chance to you know run much better than his rating suggests um now hamish i that would kind of blunt his chances elder elder of um look he's won a he's won a ledger on good to soft is it fair to say he's been a little bit disappointing this year? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Uh Don Rising, like look, very admirable horse, great crack to own, I'd say. Um, you know, decent hurdler, uh, very good flat horse. He's won at Royal Ascot. At this trip, he's bits defined with Yashin um on the back of their Leopardstown run um in May. Um, they were level weights and Yashin beaten fair and square two and a half lengths. Now, the funny thing is the betting will very likely have Don Rising ahead of Yashin. Um, and just a word of warning, like on, on that run last time at Leopardstown on similar ground, Yashin beats Don Rising. Uh, as I said, Hamish and Elder Elder of, I wouldn't be losing sleep over them. So it comes down to Aiden's pair, uh, Broom, who has... Is it fair to say he's been re- rejuvenated a little bit as a stayer yeah. this season? I, I don't think he's done anything this year since Maidan. Has he? I look, he ran well behind Gia Valletto. Um now he was behind Elder Alderov, I suppose. Mm. You can make that art like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he probably does have a little bit to find your right? Um it just comes down to literally if Kiprius shows up and he's had 
what's the best way to put it? If he just if he just wants to win, I suppose. Mm. Like El is going to win. The, like if he's eighty percent or eighty five percent, he's going to win. And he's gonna yeah. he's not gonna just win. He's gonna he's, he's gonna be over by halfway. And um, like he's he's a group one horse against. Mm. Yeah, just like I'm not even mentioning Emily Dickinson because she won't run unless it's soft. She, it's not she, gonna need, rain. she needs a fucking tree. Yeah, I, I really like Emily Dickinson, but she needs softer. You're gonna and, basically be looking at Kiprios for Eldar, Eldar, Eldar. Yeah, you? and Valiant King is declared for Saturday. Um, yeah. and I'll get more more on him and uh towards the end of the show and best bets. But look, I I think Kiprios a five to two if he's in any way fit. Um, if I thought he could win an arc last year, I'm obviously gonna back him. For an Irish ledger, even off, even off a, an issue, um, you'll know at the off if he's five to two at the off, and then suddenly he's five to four. Uh, you may as well go and collect. But if he's five to two and ends up five to one, uh, just rip your ticket up. Uh, they know damn well what that horse is showing, and if he can run within, I'd say eight pounds of his rating of one hundred and twenty-four, I'd say that'd be good enough to win this race. That's that's all. <laughs> is Chris all right? You, you all right, bud? Is Chris gone? Is Chris gone? You there, Chris? Chris looks he's like shocked. Chris is he's, 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 shocked. he's so shocked. Like you said that you said Kip has to win an arc again. Yeah, he just froze. <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, Chris! I didn't think that, that was Chris that much. Chris can't look at thing closes down. Yeah. Anyway, but um, would you not think Kiprios deck now? You be. <laughs> Who's this in the comments? Um, do, do keep, there he keep, is. Keep, yes, would win an arc now. Right, Chris, we're back. Oh, good. Did everybody go off there? Was it just me? No, it's just you, man. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but I'm back. Uh, just, to, just what, what did we land on then? Kiprios. Yeah, I said if Kiprios runs within eight pounds of his market windows. Yeah, you agree, Deck? Yeah, look, you know, I, I don't. If, if he's only waking up from the coma. And, the, and as Andy said, the betting will tell you that. Um, but if he's 80% fit, he wins. But you have to take that chance. He's not, you know. Um, I, I do like Yashin. It's not just because I love him. I do like him. I think I'll do the forecast. Yeah, that might, we'll, we'll see. You know, but no, but Kiprios is in a... In a like, he, he's the best stare I've seen since... Yates. I don't know. Do you want to say Yates? Well, look, I, I don't think many many stairs that I've seen would have gone close in an arc. I genuinely think Kiprios would have. Order, Order of St. George toward an arc. Yeah, okay, he's probably the best stair since Order of St. George. Well, I suppose this. Yeah. Order of St. George was a derby horse, though. Like, Order of St. George was, was a classier, faster mm. animal than Kiprios. Kiprios got injured in his three-year-old classic career, though. That's the thing. We never got to see him over those trips. He just slotted in there. Yeah, I know. I, I just don't think he has the speed of an order of St. George. Or Yates. Yeah. Now, yeah. he's everything you want in a stair. He, and he's better than them all. He's better than them all by a good bit. But he would be looking for a new lung coming into the fall straight in an arc. Because <laughs> yeah. if he has to go that early gallop in an arc, He's burning off that stamina. Yeah, oh, oh, he's right. Yeah, yeah, it's one of coronation. But, like, but the likes of Order of St. George, they were quicker. They could handle it better. Like they, they you know, I, I, I think he'd be blown out of his hole from the time he leaves the, the gates. Not an unraceable ground, he wouldn't. But anyway, we'll leave it at that. Well, look, they, they still go. They still go fast. 
it's an arc. That's, that's the thing about arcs. You know, these big races, they still go too fast. That's the test. That's what makes them what they are. And I think he would be absolutely blown. The ground would be heavy for him as well. Yeah, but he stays at that same pace, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, but the thing is, you, the, the bar is going down. There's if, if it's heavy, it means it's raining. That means the sun's not out and the solar power doesn't work. <laughs> so that energy bar guns. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. right. Is it best bets time? Yeah, best bets time. Just an interesting one that I've actually just come across is that Comfort Line is racing this Comfort weekend. Zone. Comfort Zone. Sorry. Yeah, Comfort Zone. Uh, yeah, racing. He's in the Patingo. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, he's seen a bit of money too. Um, just, yeah, interesting one that I'd noticed. There. Is there anything else that's crying out for having a little Ecuadorian on here than Declan this weekend? Yeah, I, I, I four extras. Four, Jesus. Four extras, yeah. Right, go on. Um, in the Paddy Power Stakes, 430 at Leperstown on Saturday. Look, I, it's no secret, I, I love this horse, uh, White Birch. Um, he can be trouble at the start, that's the thing though, you know, but he, he's taking a drop in class here. He was staying on toward in the Derby at Epsom. And uh, look... The, the race, the, the Irish Derby, you just crumpled it up, put it in the bin. Forget about, it. forget about that race. Absolute disaster of a race. Um, but this horse, I would, he handles all grounds. He would be Kiprios in the arc, Andy. He wouldn't as bollocks. He'd be Kiprios. Anyway, White <laughs> Birch would be. I I've tried to back him to win it. Um, he'll handle the ground. He'd be. He'd laugh at fucking. Kiprios in a heavy ground arc. Kiprios wouldn't get out of his bed for White Birch. He'd, <laughs> he'd roll over, he would. He'd be out for it. He'd just have to rest the season off. Just because he's a, he's a lovely look at it, isn't it? by Morphy. If he was trained by anyone else, you know, people would be talking about him. The horse has lots of quality. Um, he's just, he's a bit of a monkey at the, at the start, but he stays, he, he's got loads of ability. And the, dropping down the group three here. I know um that's Boofers in the race. What's his name? What's the what's the what's the fucking thing? In in the colours you were talking about earlier. Yeah, McTillan colours. Oh Alassi. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Spoofer. Yeah. He's he's getting you the bit of value here. I think White Bear's a lovely animal. I think he's a really, really nice horse. And I think he's worth before he wins here, he's worth well, probably won't affect the group three, but he he's worth Having a bet in the arc, I think I thought he would have actually went to the ledger. They he was they were considering the champion stakes or this. They went the with champion this. stakes. He was in the champion stakes. Yeah, oh, he's faster think, than they think. I think he's so classy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look. Well, it, if they were considering the champion stakes, he fucking wins this for his cock out, doesn't he? <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, then in the the Pertingo at five oh five. Dartan, he's a horse I liked for a long, long time. Um, he was second. I think they brought him from Germany. He was second in a maiden hurdle at Navin. But it was the next run. And do you remember the day we were at Leopardstown and it was only members allowed there because he'd no staff just after the pandemic? I do. Uh, yeah. He ran sixth or seventh in a maiden hurdle, won by How You Bud, few nice horses in it. Um, mm. He's been well worth following. 
He's won plenty of races. He was back out racing. He's won over the fly. One of he's in great fiddle. Yeah. Didn't, he win two, two, didn't he win two races? Two in a week. Yeah. One in the flat and one over hurdles. Uh, oh. He drew in a howler, but was on heavy ground. You can forgive that. Uh, and he's in here at off 92. I, I think he's a great chance. From a mm. by friend of the podcast, Matt Smith. Yeah. Amorous, wasn't he? Honor with us yeah, before, yeah. 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 Then in the, the Sovereign Pat 540, um, Montessaref. He finished that season with three wins. Um, mm. He's a listed run, a group three one before. It was a decent run in a, a handicap at Galway and, and then toured in a group three the last day. This is what Jerry Lyons does. does Handicaps them in, in group races. Been dropped seven pounds since that uh, treble he pulled up the end of last Hold season. that for me, you fucker. <laughs> I was actually gonna. I was gonna tip him as well. Great, oh, I was. Yeah, no, I, I, you're dead right. Yeah, like Jerlines targets these handicaps and yeah. just especially drops, this weekend drops back from he's dropping back from handy. Like, mm. and it's not just that he's he's not going out of the back and telly in these group races. He's he's running well. Yeah. Enough, bro, like, Look, it's no yeah. secret. We talk about handicapping for like we're the only two Irish lads on the podcast. Like. We talk about handicapping horses and group and graded races all the time. It's the best place to do. We'll do it all winter again. We'll be picking out the county hurdle winner from the time next week. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so, um, look, it's no, it's no secret. If you English lads are not copping onto this, I don't know. I can fucking tell you every week. You can't, you can't do it in England. You win a three runner grade two and you're rated one fifty two. Yeah, I know. But you'd be spotting and watching the racing in Ireland. Like we yeah. only tell you every fucking week. We can do no more for you. Um. Then on Sunday, Chris, you mentioned the Blanford Stakes. Um, mm. Caroline Street. She was second in the Champion Juvenile last year. Uh, and she started the season with a win at Nace. Now, just put a line, she travelled for her, her next two races. I think she ran in the Diane. She was... Um, she might hit the front at one stage, but she was well beat then. And then she went to the States. Just forget about it. You, you're well entitled to give a horse a run when they've travelled. Um, and it's something that... British people don't really appreciate Irish horses have to travel to fucking Britain to run in all these festivals. Um, so she's been to France and America, well worth forgiving. Uh, I think she's a she's a great chance. She's a good price, actually. Price is she? Yeah, she is around 16 to 1. She's very closely matched with my fancy in that as well, Ooh. which is significantly shorter, actually. So it is actually, it's a good price. So those Declan's ones that come across the ticker at the bottom, we've got White Birch. The three on Saturday are White Birch. Leo, uh, sorry, Leo. <laughs> That's Leopardstown. Dartan. That would be a nice winner. He's a lovely looking horse, too. Muta Saref, uh, and on Sunday, Caroline Street. I'll put them up again in a little few minutes. But we'll now we'll go to Andrew, your best bets. Yeah, I I I'll know my fate very quickly. Uh, my my best bet of the week comes in the first race on the first day. Um the Ballylynch stud Ingabel Stakes. I think this is a I don't like christening races especially two-year-old races if they're strong or weak but this looks subpar for the grade uh for the day that's in it which might maybe play strength to Declan's terms that the two-year-olds are not too great but um daughter is the word I use very yeah a very very good debut um Kitty Rose um really really impressive she beat two very good fillies in Tanola and National Lady um on her debut and they were strung out like washing. It was it was run like a strong maiden. Um, this filly's very good. This filly's really, really, really good. And I, I genuinely thought, you know, if she was entered, she mightn't have been out of place in the Moigler. 
Um, I think like she had an RPR in 91. Um, if you go through the horses that she beat there on her debut, like they had form with, with horses that were mixing it in group twos. Um, I think Aidan O'Brien's Philly content. I was, a, I was quite taken by her on debut, but she's kind of, I've kind of been a bit disappointed by her. And I don't think that her winning form last time out was actually as strong as people think. I'd be actually more worried about Apricot Ice, uh, who Jer Lyons won the race last year with Sarinsk and um, Apricot Ice. She, I, I think maybe she kind of shied away. I don't want to say shied away from the whip a little bit, but I don't think she quite knew what to do when she got into a battle with Content last time out. And I actually think she'll reverse the form of Content um, on the back of that. Uh, looking at the others, like see the boss, I think has a bit to find. It's a it's a bit of a quick turnaround as well. Um, we don't know what she really is, and it's a bit of a, a quick one. Uh, mm. Serious notions as well. She very much knew her job on debut, but was beaten by uh, and finished ahead of content. But she was really disappointing uh, the next day at the Curra in albeit a strong race uh, where Dex fancy for the Moigler ran in it. Um, no, but for me, Kitty Rose, I think she's a proper filly, and I, I think she'll take a world of beating in the first race. Mm. Um, going through, I'm not going to cover any of the races or best bets of ones we already did. Um, yeah, so the Paddy Power Stakes, I'm going to take on deck here because there's a horse I put up on Twitter uh, when Vauban won his Group 3, uh, the runner-up that day, Valiant King. I said, would he be out of place in a ledger at Donny? And I actually quite fancied him for the ledger, but they're coming here instead. And if I fancied him for the ledger, I'm going to fancy him for a group three. Um, I I just I really like his form. Um, like he was a neck a head second to Desert Hero. Uh, now he's only carrying eight stone eleven, but that form has really worked out strong. Um, I, I think Bertinelli, who was third that day, has unfortunately been sold. But Desert Hero has gone on to win the uh, Gordon Stakes and as well fancied for the ledger next week. Um, and, and then, yeah, he went and was second to Vauban, and they were well clear. Well, Vauban was a length and a half, but they were well clear of Peking Opera, I think four or five lengths to yeah, Peking yeah. Opera and Lafayette. So it's just really strong form, seven to one. You must think uh, he'd be Mark, do you? If you think he'll be White Birch, he'd be... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, he <laughs> wouldn't his bollocks, but anyway. Um, I think Valiant King is very, very... He's a very, very good chance. I think this is going to be his last run in Ireland before he's unfortunately sent to Australia. Um so is what it is i suppose but valiant king seven to one i think he's a great chance uh i don't really have anything jumping out for me uh, in the patingo just yet and then yeah i echo deck sentiments on mooster uh muta Saref, um who i think has a really really good chance in the bro in the uh in the sovereign path uh as you said dropping back from group company uh listed winner last year i don't think he's done a whole lot wrong uh this season uh, especially at Leopardstown, he, he was only just about beaten by Ocean Jewel and he was, you know, carrying quite a bit of weight that day. He was, I think he was fourth, but you no, know, only beaten about a length. Um, and he ran quite well. I thought behind uh, Lord Masusis uh, prior to that. Uh, I think 102 was workable. And um, yeah, I think he'll, he'll have a, a pretty good chance. Uh, jumping on to the Curra, uh, Blanford Stakes, or there's the Bowl Lad. Do I have anything in the Bowl Lad? I don't think I quite did just yet. Um, working without decks there isn't easy. Uh, Big Gossie is one to keep an eye on if he breaks on terms. Um, I think he's down back down to a dangerous mark. 98 uh, was behind John Riggins last time out, but has 
I think he won this race two years ago. Um, is that a bet, Andrew? Am I writing that on the bottom? Big Gossy, yeah, go on. I will, I will be back in Big Gossy. I think he'd be a nice Charles price. O'Brien, is it? Charles O'Brien, yeah. Um, I thought he was a bit of an eye catcher last time. He, he tried to make his uh, he made his challenge in the middle of the race after missing the break and just ran out of puff, but he was way better than the finishing position suggests. And I think he'd be a double figure price that you can back uh, in the bowl, lad. Uh, in the Blanford Stakes, I did say that Deck uh, Deck's horse was closely matched with mine. Uh, Lumiere Rock six to one around that. Um, I I just really like her. She, I think she's really high class form. She was second to Caroline Street in the Blue Wind Stakes, but she was trying to give Caroline Street uh, three pounds and was only beaten half a length. Um, and then after that was second to Warm Heart in the Ribblesdale, um, and actually led them to the Furlong Pole in the Irish Oaks. Um, on soft ground before she just ran out of puff and the same happened again in a group two at Deauville my slight worry about her is that she has had quite a hard season um, you know there was a couple tough races in quick succession but I don't see a whole lot of pace on here depending on what Red Riding Hood does but um, for me I think Lumiere Rock based on her Irish Oaks run and Ribblesdale run and the likelihood of quick ground I think could have a very very good chance um araminta is also quite interesting in there for henry candy too um but she has been very well backed in recent times i think she's only around four to one now um but they do all have to try and beat above the curve but look i think she is beatable um other than that i think we're just about um i'm not i've nothing for the sales race that's a dartboard job um in the northfields handicap 10 furlongs i do quite like kingswood three-year-old um he disappointed me a little bit behind espionage but he was only beaten a length, uh, half a length and was actually impeded in a group three at the curra um behind drum roll and a horse called uh two two i think uh who was thrown out he was first past the post and um, he's dropping back from pattern company and might go okay in the north fields uh so quite a bit there um but yeah i'm looking forward to it can't wait to lose all my money on the weekend Actually, Denmark's in a handicap again on Saturday. He's getting ready. I'm telling you, he's getting ready for the Irish which I promise you. Was that that was Kingswood in the last, wasn't it, that, uh, Andrew? Kingswood, yeah. Yeah, I thought I saw that. So there's Andrew's bets going across the bottom. Kitty Rose kicked things off his weekend. Kitty Rose off. the nap. The nap in yeah. the one forty. Oh my! That's how my weekend's gonna go because if, if she wins, you can rest assured that I'll be enjoying myself. Yeah, I just want to say, if Jason's still listening. He can get his money back on Denmark that he lost him for the derby in the Irish. Yeah. Like he was unlucky the last day, wasn't he? He ran he very well. He bumped into a very, very, very well handicapped horse in the Melrose, yeah. and they were well clear. Yeah. What yeah. did he go? He went up three or four, did he? Yeah, but he deserved it though. Like he, he bumped yeah. into a proper group horse in that yard. Oh, the horse is ninety-one. He's loaded with ability. He's just not well. He's not well in the head at all. But we knew that. That's <laughs> that's why we fall in love with these ones, you know. Mm-hmm. Just put Declan's up there uh, for everyone to see. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, Declan. I hope you both have a great weekend, boys. I don't know uh, how I'm going to say tonight, but uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely yeah. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably go both days, but like I'm actually yeah. like I can feel the sweat dripping off me here. It's going to be a tough tough night's sleep, I'd say. I agree. <laughs> it will be. Appreciate everyone who's joined in tonight. Thank you very much for making yeah. it. Cheers, uh, an excellent podcast again cracking uh, work boys as always really appreciate it uh, drop us a like drop us a comment give us a sub- subscribe below 
these lads work there are bloody asses off and they've been working, so hard. They've been working really hard while keeping I've the show on the road. I've had a lot of shit going on, but we'll, but we'll, we'll, Wait, I just say, we'll uh, Gorney mentioned, um, you know, he was joined the, the guest presenter tonight. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, yes, my, my <laughs> name's Michael O'Leary and I own Rhino and I got pied in the face today. <laughs> You're even uglier than him. That's the that's true. <laughs> well, I've been called a ginger minger now in the comments, so that can stick, can't it? <laughs> Love it. Cheers. Thank you very much, boys. Appreciate Cheers, it. Um, have pleasure, a boys. And, have and a we'll one. see you all again next week. Well, see you Saturday, Andy. See you Saturday, Andy. Right, right, cheers. Bye -bye. Bye -bye.